Here we go. Fourth and 18 for the Tigers. Here's your ball game. Nick Marshall stands in, steps up. Going to throw down field. Just a home run ball, and uh, it is tipped up. And Lewis is going to score. Lewis is going to score. Lewis is going to score. Touchdown, Auburn. It's time for another edition of AU Audio. So I want to address some myths today. This is stuff that I see a lot in comment sections uh, that I just think is not true. And I'm just going to address that today. And I'll get right into the first one. The first myth is that Auburn is a spread offense. Okay, now technically... Maybe you can classify Auburn's offense as a spread offense, but what does that even mean anymore? I mean, there are spread offenses which, you know, like I think about Mike Leach, which they may throw 50 or 60 passes a game. Uh, There are spread offenses that maybe they run a lot of spread, but maybe they also run some eye formation. Uh, To say something is a spread offense, that that probably would cover 95% of the offenses in college football nowadays. Um, so just to say Auburn is a spread offense, some people think that means we need to have a lot of passing. Some people think that means we need to have a certain type of quarterback or wide receiver. Um, and I think there's just a lot of confusion when it comes to what Auburn's offense is built to do. What Auburn's offense wants to do is actually the same that a lot of the other pro style offenses want to do. We want to have a power run. Uh, We want to play action off of that run and use that, that, uh, use a lot of motion and tight ends and fullbacks. Uh, There's a lot of passing to the tight ends and fullbacks and running backs. It's really not much different uh, in the way that it works than a pro style offense. Really, the big difference are the formations. Yeah, if you look at the formations, they may look a lot different than, say, uh, Georgia or Alabama. Um, but other than that, in the philosophy, Auburn's offense is not some crazy throw the ball all over the place kind of spread offense. Uh, it's a power run offense. And because of that, there are some elements that are very important that people may not realize are very important and there are some elements that people think are very important that turns out are not very important so I want to address some of those in myth number two all right myth number two and this is one that really gets under my skin myth number two is that Auburn has to have a running quarterback there are people who say that Gus Malzahn's offense, Auburn's offense, will never work good unless we have a running quarterback. Uh, And and I guess I can see where that comes from a little bit uh, when you think about the success we had with two quarterbacks who could run pretty well, the one being Cam Newton and the other being Nick Marshall. Um, Now, when you think about that, Cam Newton and Nick Marshall, yes, they could run. Um, Cam Newton, of course, is like a once-in-a-lifetime type player. Uh, Nick Marshall, not so much, but uh, he had he, he was a very athletic player. 
and I'm not saying it isn't a plus. It is a plus to have a quarterback who can make something happen uh, with his legs when the play breaks down. But it's not the most important or even near the most important thing that this offense needs from a quarterback. The single most important thing that we need in a quarterback is we need someone who is accurate with deep passes. It's crucially important to this type of offense that you can connect with deep passes. I'm not saying drop back and, and throw a bomb every single play. I'm saying you need two, three, four uh, deep passes every game that connect maybe 30, 40 yards or more. Maybe you connect on that one you know, 60 yard touchdown pass. Uh, if you can do that consistently uh, every game to have those few big pass plays, it just opens up every other aspect of the offense. Now I know the thing that football people like to say is that you have to run in order to open up the pass. Uh, you know what, if you can do that, that's great. If you can come out and just establish that run and open up the play action and start passing off of that run, that's great. Uh, that's not going to happen every game because there's going to be those games where you play that team and they say, well, we're going to make this quarterback beat us. And they put 11 guys up near the line of scrimmage and they're keying on that run every single play and there's just nowhere to run. And in those instances, you've got to have a quarterback, not a quarterback that can scramble around and make a play with his feet because that's not going to work in those instances. In those instances, you've got to have a quarterback who can get the ball down the field and make the defense pay for playing that way. And once that happens, that defense will begin to back up a little bit off the line of scrimmage and it'll open up that running game and the offense will be able to be uh, balanced. Even teams that don't run a spread, teams that run a power run, I-formation, pro-style offense, and I'm thinking about like, just say for example, Alabama. Look at the years where they just had a really dominant offense and they may have had some great running numbers, but what you'll see is they had some great receivers on the outside like a Julio Jones, Amari Cooper, um, etc. And they had the ability and they would do it two, three, four times a game to connect on a really uh, deep, devastating pass. And that to me is so much more important than having a quarterback who can uh, run the football. The third and final myth for today is that Auburn is going to need to score a lot of points in order to win games. Anyone who really paid attention last year knows that Auburn had one of the best defenses in the SEC. And I believe, uh, looking at the players who are returning, this will be the second year for defensive coordinator Kevin Still, who's doing a great job. I believe Auburn's defense will be even better this year, despite losing Carl Lawson and Montrevious Adams to the NFL. While you never like to lose guys like that off the defensive line, they're going to be replaced by uh, Marlon Davidson and Derrick Brown. And these are two really young guys who have all-American potential. They're, they're really good. And not to mention, our linebacking core is going to be the best we've ever had under Gus Malzahn and very experienced, as well as the uh, corners and safeties. So I just believe this Auburn defense on paper looks really really good and I believe on the field will be really good like I said Kevin Steele is is awesome 
I think he's done a great job. It seems like the players have really bought into his style and really love him. And, uh, yeah, the Auburn defense doesn't get much love because Auburn is seen kind of nationally as an offensive powerhouse. But I believe it's the defensive unit who's going to make the greatest impact this year. Okay, and that's going to do it for AU Audio today. I would love to hear your feedback. I'd like to hear uh, your thoughts uh, about what I've said and maybe some predictions. I'm going to make my predictions about the season um, in, in the coming weeks before the season starts. I'm going to wait until it gets a little bit closer, make sure nothing crazy happens. But, uh, yeah, I'm excited about the season. There's only 20-something days to go until kickoff, and I'm looking forward to uh, continuing this AU Audio segment throughout the season. Okay, um, and as far as that goes today, I'm going to be playing a little bit of music, but uh, it's going to have an Auburn thing, so it's got to have something to do with orange or blue or tigers or eagles, so let me know if you have any requests, and I'll talk to you later.